Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Oh man. <laughs> All good things must come to an end. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Losers Lounge. Man, you for, it's been so long you forgot what you do when we're in the Losers Lounge. I know, I just started making noises. <laughs> you just did start making some noises. <laughs> Nuggets fall uh, 101 to 99. They get mundered, but they also almost munder the thunder. Okay. They almost munder All the right. thunder. All right, things are looking up. But instead, the thunder munder the nuggets. Thunder munder. Uh, <laughs> they get them 101-99. No Jokic, no Michael Porter Jr. The nuggets still almost got it done. I was so ready, so ready for oh. my. I think that the basketball gods knew. My vibes would have been too, it would have been too much. You needed to be knocked down a peg. It's so true. It's <laughs> like, you know, my kids, when they've had like a piece of cake, <laughs> then a bowl of ice cream and then some candy. Yeah, and then they're like, oh. can I have like, you know, like a, a sugary drink? I'm like, no, yeah. you can't have them. They're like, why can't I? They don't know I'm saving them from themselves. That's right. We are on an absolute sugar high from basketball currently. So true. And uh, the basketball cuts like, hey, you need a little break. That's you right, need a little man. bit of a break. Put, Here's some water. Time out. Yeah. Um, I got D-Line Co. with me over here. Let's go, guys. Uh, can't win them all. Make some goddamn free throws. <laughs> wow, that really turned quickly, <laughs> but also appropriately. And then over there on the far side, I've got Superstar Dev. Um, I think I um, came upstairs and went into the wrong lounge. I went to the winners' lounge. I've not been here in a long, long time. You read the door. It was wrong. darker on this side. <laughs> it's rough. Uh, to man. get in, you had to shoot a free throw and make it. And unfortunately, we, we <laughs> not invited. Uh, none of us. We are presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Did we make money today? At least. Sadly, we did. Sadly, we did. Sadly, did. Uh, you're right about spitting on Shea, man. Like. <laughs> That, how high has that line got to be for us to not take Shea points when they play well, the Nuggets? Well, they need to stop putting it at 30 for Denver. Like, he's, it's just a check. They it put it, it under 30. I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, now. Yeah, like, what do you think is going to happen here? He gets to that spot. He turns over and he shoots. Uh, let's do a fast breakdown real quick just to kind of remind ourselves of our own misery. 7-0 start for the Thunder. Nuggets off to a really, really tough one to begin this one. And the Nuggets' offense looked rough. They had 12 points, like, halfway, more than halfway Man, through the quarter. I swear to God, their vibes were weird to start this game and i i think i don't think it it's a coincidence that that porter news came out right before tip i mean that's a big and heavy thing man i felt so, it i personally felt i was like oh man like that's i know one of those, you know, whatever yeah it really might be um offensive rebounds um were going to be big because they the thunder were in that zone and denver wasn't getting like all game the thunder are really smart they're proof of concept that length is as important as defense and they have smart players they've drafted smart long and their guards are just enormous shea is enormous giddy's enormous like lengthwise and so 
it's hard to get like dribble penetration. It's hard to get the ball popping. They just clog things up, man. And Denver really had a hard time. So what becomes extra important? Hustle plays, transition, uh, defense and getting out on the break, and then offensive boards, second chance points. You have to. It's hard to make them get scrambled, so you have to find ways when they are scrambled. And Denver wasn't doing it. 18 points for Denver is a season low in the first quarter. Can you believe it? Brutal. A season low. Um, 27-18 Oklahoma City. And then the second quarter, even more of a slog. <laughs> wow. That's my note here. I went from as a brutal first to slog of a second. Nuggets defense, though, was playing very well, I thought. They settled down. Nothing easy for them. Nothing easy for Denver. It was a, it was a tough. This was a puncher's game. AG, in particular, I thought struggled early on in this game offensively. He, him and Murray both, I thought, looked fatigued at parts. Now, Murray played very well. He was carrying Denver offensively. But I thought he looked tired. And then Shea was just giving the business to everyone. Denver was like rotating through different guys. Dev, you know, you ever, what is it, King of the Court? Where That's if you awesome. score, you stay, and then oh, a new defender yeah. comes on? Just That's what it looked like. Everywhere. It's and like, he's one of the best in the NBA, I think, at it. Quick, quick ATA, Memphis last. Okay, go. <laughs> well, there, there's our silver lining. Uh, third quarter, Mer- Murray carrying the O once again. Z had two block shots in that third quarter. It was big time. I thought this was a coming out party for Zeke Naji. But then the free throws misses were starting to pile up. The second half, man, Bro. it was just like, do you believe that missing free throws can be contagious? Like I, psychologically? Yes. I think that, the, I mean, there, there's no other part in basketball where you have all of this time to sit and think about things. Like, you. Like, if you get in your head, like, free throws are the place it seems like it shows itself the most. It's like being, you're alone, you're dribbling the ball, you're like, all right, come on. And, man, it was rough. Uh, Jamal Murray only missed one. Bruce Brown went 0 of 2. Zeke Naji went 4 of 8. Aaron Gordon, 6 of 13. Oof. Just a little bit of everybody, man, just missing free throws tonight. 10-0 run for Oklahoma City. That was, like I said, over that stretch where Denver was missing free throws. And then Shea just getting to a spot. 81-74 Thunder. And you're starting to feel a little hopeless because you're down seven. Fourth quarter, big dunk from Christian Brown, and it was and one. He's a good and one dunker. Have you noticed? Coming from the corner, guys challenge him. He dunks it and gets and one. I feel like he's had three or four of those this year. Um, Josh Giddy was great in this game. I thought he was the X factor. Jamal and Shea kind of canceled each other out. Shea maybe play outperformed Murray just a little bit. You know, he was a little bit better tonight. But you needed another guy. Like, who was the third best guy tonight? It was Giddy, I think. No questions asked. He was he was pretty yeah. dominant. Um, Nuggets, again, staying close but can't hit free throws, so they keep not being able to close that gap the way they want. Zeke Naji grabbing all kinds of boards, defensive and offensive. We've seen him grab offensive boards before, but tonight he was actually doing his work on the defensive end, too. Got seven defensive uh, boards. Um, Murray hit a three. So at the end of the game, Murray hits a three to pull him with win one. And at that moment, I was certain the Nuggets were going to win. It felt like it was like, oh, of course. Here comes another ugly win. Of course. Right. Like, what are we we even complaining about? But on the next play, Zeke Naji, the Nuggets were playing such good defense in the clutch. Zeke Naji, for some reason, like uh, Kenrich Williams gets the ball at the top of the key. And Zeke, I, I mean, I saw the whole play develop, and I'm like, Zeke, close out on him. They have nothing. Just like he has to shoot it. And for some reason, he didn't. And they just gave him a wide-open three. Kenrich Williams is not a good three-point shooter. Right. All you have to do is challenge him, and then it's you, you're good. But they gave him a wide-open, get set, set your feet, take your time, and he hits it. Aaron Gordon gets a layup. Zeke Naji made two cl- clutch free throws in the pressure cooker with 30 seconds left. And then Denver had 20 seconds of great defense. Ugh. Forced the Thunder to call a timeout. Ugh. I thought, oh, my God, just get this one stop, and you're uh, going to have this. I thought this. they stepped out of bounds. I too. thought I they was... did, too. It was too loud. We couldn't hear. We thought, oh, there must have been a turnover. Nope, it's a timeout. Aaron Gordon just gets beat on a backdoor cut from from Shea. Like, after all the good defense and all the goodwill, he gets beat on a pretty bad, like, 
you got to be better than that. Like if that was a playoffs and you lost that way, you would be like, how do you give beat five seconds on a sideline out of bounds? It's like shades of Mason Plumley. Shades of Mason Plumley. Shades really slippery though. I mean, he's a tough guard. Uh, and then Murray, uh, Jamal Murray, last play, kind of dribbles like it took nine. He had nine seconds. Kind of used up all of them yeah. to get a tough shot. It was that was not a great executed nine seconds. They have a lot of great defenders, though, man. Like, honestly, they have a lot of guys that just have a ton of length, and, like, Dort's a really, really good defender. Murray didn't get any separation from him, shoots the fall away, and it was, I mean, it was just short. It just came up short. All right, Dev, Nuggets drop one. What's your takeaway, your big takeaway? Um, While last game was a Nikola Jokic type of basketball game, um, this was the very opposite of this. Um, Just not executing uh, late. Um, missing free throws, um, defensive lapses like all over the court where they just didn't look like the team that we've been seeing for the last nine games. Um, this was like a step in the, in the wrong direction. Um, and I'm not going to say that it's a bad loss, but this was a this was not a good a good loss because this was like a very winnable game despite the fact that they missed all the free throws, despite the fact um, that their second, third, <laughs> You know, I mean, Jokic was not there. MPJ was not there. But still, Aaron Gordon was supposed to step up in this game. Did not. Bones had the opportunity to lead the second unit. Did not. Um, and they still were right there. So um, I feel like that that would be my take. Uh, my takeaway, just a step in the wrong direction. Um, and you want them to just continue to play Nuggets style of basketball because that would have won this game. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like they played a terrible game. Like, some of the worst stretches of basketball we've seen in a really long time, and yet they still were one shot away from tying it, sending it in overtime. They were yeah, right there. Like, were. the Nuggets have the resolve. I mean, they, this game shouldn't have been close. Like, if they were, you know, the Nuggets of old, um, and they had this many missed free throws, this many mental lapses, this many, like, just bad ISO plays, just, like, lack of focus to start the game, but the fact that they were able to at least get it down to where, I mean, I legitimately thought they were going to win. It's like, you know, it's like, all right, whatever. And you can't win every game, obviously missing Jokic and MPJ and like the heaviness that was surrounding this game to start, like clearly took its toll. But to me, it's like, it is shows you that they, they're not, perfect but also that they have something like it just reminds you that even when the time times are tough like they're still like you're not going to blow this team out yeah so i to me it's like a little heartening even though this game was a an absolutely brutal watch there's there's a lot of silver linings to go that i think couldn't come out of this game including as you mentioned that memphis lost we'll get to all of that here in a little bit um but to me it was a winnable game and i think that's part of what's you know what what's so um What's going to like stick in our craw a little bit? My craw is full. It is so full right now. <laughs> um, my thought is that Denver really seems to just struggle with Shea, and I know everybody does, but Denver in particular, Denver has faced him so many times, and he gets the same point. I swear he scores 34 every yeah. game. It's not like he True. goes off for more than that, I guess, so maybe you could say that, but he just gets to his spot, and... I know this isn't a Denver-specific thing. Shea's a great player, but there's a lot of great players, and you like to have something where you go, yeah, but but we make it difficult for him in this way. You make it difficult in this way. And I just, tonight you watched it, and you were like, man, that was easy. <laughs> that was really easy. It didn't matter who he was getting, which defender he was getting. Although, man, he made some insane shots. He's good, man. He's really good. But part of what makes him good is he's really tall, 
he's really like he keeps his dribble alive and he keeps it away so you can't like steal it from him so he kind of always has it and then the moment he gets you like a little bit off balance he just fades away and you're contesting it but he's not contested he's yeah, like, he definitely uses his size but also he doesn't uh he doesn't actually hunt out mismatches he just goes at whoever's Whatever. in front of him yeah. um i think that's what makes him a little bit different but it is it's that length he can stop on dime and shoot a mid-range where he just finishes at the rim and and a lot of them are and ones just because of how shifty he is um yeah he's good and they really denver doesn't have an answer for him um Luckily for Denver, there's not a lot of just ISO heavy basketball players that just eat them alive like that. Maybe yeah. Luca, um, but yeah, OKC seems to have Denver's number um, in those type of ways because I just think that it's just a matchup yeah. um, that doesn't work for their advantages. They attack the paint, uh, you know, they just destroy them in the paint. Denver doesn't have answers for that, and then he just gets off. Yeah. The thing I'll say though, my big this would be my real big takeaway. Denver did not have uh, Porter and they did not have Jokic. So you take away Denver has a lot of ways you, they can beat you, especially when they're the more talented team, which Denver clearly is like top to bottom more talented team. So they're already down two guys. I don't think you could afford a bad game from anybody. I thought Murray had a good game. I thought Brown, Z, uh, Bruce Brown had a good game. I thought Zeke had a good game. I thought KCP did. Yep. I thought Aaron Gordon had a pretty bad game tonight. He and did. it was the one difference. Like, he went 4 of 15 tonight, 6 of 13 from the foul line. He did. I mean, the stat line's fine. 15, 10, 1, 2 steal, 1 block. Like, he did a, a little bit of everything. But the scoring, he had so many shots at the rim he couldn't get. He just had plays. And then defensively. And I think when you're down that many guys, you can afford – when you're full health, you can afford one or two guys to have a bad game. Denver survives. When you're down this many guys, you just needed everyone. And to me, that was like he was the guy tonight that just didn't have it. Him and also Bones had an absolutely terrible night, like just added nothing. And actually didn't – more so than adding nothing was a, a deterrent. He took away. Like he was so bad defensively. I'm, I'm just like – He stood out. The dunk Jalen Williams had on him was like – if a guy isos you and you're in front of him, like you're face to face, and he gets all the way to the rim to where it's like a dunk, like a, a standstill vertical dunk, it's like, man, that's not, you didn't just get beat to the hole. You got, yeah. You know, that's a and big like, he just He's not shooting anymore. Like, I, he's got to, he's got to, He's in refocus, a, yeah. man. He's got to recenter. Let's get to, let's get to Bones here a little bit later. Um, I did want to bring up, though, Jamal Murray tonight. He only shot 11 of 23, which I know is below 50%, but I still thought he was really good tonight. 26, 5, and 9. Um, this was a slog. This is a game where I thought Murray was good individually, but it didn't translate to good offensive process. Because, But I think that's because Oklahoma City is so good defensively. Like It, it would have been a lot to ask. Denver with just a 111 offensive rating is probably one of their lower offenses tonight. How do you evaluate his night, Dev? I feel like... Um he took this matchup personally um, as far as, like, uh, he tried everything to get himself going and get the team going, and no one else r rallied behind that. Yep. Um, I'm not upset about the fact that he shot 23 shots in the game. You want your, your best player, especially down guys, to feel confident taking those shots, uh, feel confident trying to compete and putting in the, the team in a situation where they can score, and he did. Not only did he take 23 uh, shots in this game, he had nine assists. So the assist is still yeah. there. He's getting the ball in his hands, and he's not, like, deferring to other guys. Um, this is his team. Um, and, and it's great. Or, I mean, when Jokic is not there. And it's great <laughs> to just see him feel like, I can be that guy, um, and like I can how, do those things. So it's like how this is uh, Votes podcast, if Adam's not here. Yeah, exactly <laughs> just like that. Um, but, yeah, like I really do think that he was aggressive, and I think that the process wasn't there sometimes, and especially late. Um, I feel like, you know, they didn't execute and it was on him. 
But if other people would have stepped up in his game, this would have been a, a good game for him, and we yeah. would have been talking about this in a completely different way. I agree. Uh, so he tried to get them a win. So I, I don't think that it was that bad of a no, game. No, I wanted more out of him, though, honestly. Yeah. Like, I wanted him to be more, to take command more like he'd been doing, like he did last game, like he did the, the other time when Jokic was out. Like he, he started to a little bit, and then like he would go through periods where he was disappearing a little bit and being a little – that that uh, like not quite shot ready version of Jamal, which you get sometimes confusingly. Um, I I wanted I just I, like I w- I just felt like if we would have gotten like one Murray flurry, like one like two three minute stretch where it was just like he hits a three, he gets a steal, he hits a three, you know, like that vintage Jamal thing, which we haven't like fully gotten since he's been like on the mend and 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 come back around. But um, you know, I mean, I I. Like I'm not I'm not upset at any Nuggets players tonight. I mean this it's a heavy task to win in the NBA missing two of your top three players. We saw I mean we know this very clearly from the last two years of watching basketball, um, and they were they, they were right there in the end. There's a lot of things to nitpick. Obviously, I mean this was not a well played game, but they were there, man. They were right there at the end. How do you grouping these two games together though? How do you kind of judge Murray's? Here, here's the thing I'm getting at. Three games ago, I thought Murray was too uh, passive in his first half, yep. and I was frustrated. I was very frustrated. And then the second half, he came back and was spectacular. In the clutch, he was spectacular. The last game, his first triple double from start to finish, spectacular. spectacular. Tonight, it's hard be, because I actually think he was good. Like this is not one where I would critique his <laughs> no, huh? approach or anything. But if we kind of just these two games without Yoke, how do you, how would you evaluate him as a? leader without yoke on the court i think just uh doing what denver is asking of him um each night uh what's needed um they they needed him to be able to fill up the box score uh, missing Jokic last game um so he got rebounds uh he made sure to get everyone else involved and get the ball popping in this game they needed scoring um he had nine assists in this game and they only they got mundered you know so like 26 like so he, he you attribute it to like a lot of their pretty like it's probably a high percentage, but he's doing what's asked of him, um, and in different ways. Uh, so like he, I I don't think that like really I think that this was a good game from him. Yeah. Um, it just didn't go in too. Denver's direction, so it made it look like it wasn't a great game from him. Eric, but Eric, it's physically and mentally exhausting to be the guy. Yep. And I think the thing about Yoke is, remember he'd have emotional funk games, yep. and they would happen randomly like yeah. he'd have like eight great games in a row and then one game he'd come out and you'd just be like what the hell's wrong with this guy's moping up and down the court and over time it's like something clicked into him where he just was like this is my lot i ha- i feel like he still has emotionally the same feel of like just annoyance sometimes yeah. but he'd never there's no let up he just now is like accepted and embraced it and i kind of feel like this is a stretch where murray is starting to i i hope but i actually th- see it happening where he's like this is what it means to be the leader and the best player is you just have to, when you're feeling shitty, you still have to be the best one there. Definitely. And he hasn't had that many opportunities to be that guy yeah. when in the Denver. I mean, it, but it's like, true. Even when Yoke's there, he's got to be that, but it's less. So, I mean, it's like tonight, if like Dev was saying, I mean, if you would have gotten this performance out of Jamal Murray and Jokic was there, oh, they, they would have crushed, lot, yeah. they would have crushed them. And it, it would, we would have been like really, you know, praising the game from Murray. Um, it, it, and it's, you know, one one game away, one game removed from him being like that absolute unquestioned leader where we're like, oh man, this guy's 
taking on that floor general role. He's like barking at his teammates. He's like getting guys riled up, like in you know, like getting everybody moving in the right direction. And um, yeah, I just it, I didn't feel that like I felt like he was the best player on the floor that we had, but he wasn't like he wasn't bringing everybody with him. It was like he was doing his thing for the most part, and he was kind of hoping other people would come along with him as opposed to yeah. being the leader. And I think that 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 comes from I mean that's just like something you learn. Like like right. you're, like you're saying. I mean, Jokic came to that place. It took him a long time, even though he always had the same level of skill. Um, it just is, yeah, I think it's exhausting. It's so. one of my favorite things, though, about following a team, like, over the rhythms of this. Because, you know, great. there's there's people it. that, like, will tune into a team, like, oh, I'll watch the NBA after Christmas, or yeah. I'll do this, or I'll, like, yeah, when I'll watch a game in the I last two minutes. Oh, I haven't watched <laughs> yeah, that, or, yeah, or even just the, like, oh, I haven't been watching them because I knew they were bad, but they're good now, so I'll start tuning in. Like, when you watch an entire team's oh, rhythm, God. I'm this way with other sports. This isn't a cre- – I'm just saying, like, yeah. one of the joys of doing this with a team like the Nuggets is you see these areas of growth, and for me, this is the part where Murray's at. And it is like Jokic has already surpassed it. Now he's a two-time MVP. Murray to me is like this is his mountain he's climbing. Is yep. is this like consistency both of approach of, of outcome, but also of approach and and like and it sucks. Like honestly, the great players they really are burdened. They get a yeah, lot, dude. but they're burdened with that. Yeah, dude. Like listen, uh, in my very menial life and my very menial job where I have to like oversee many people making creative decisions like and I like they have to go through me I'm like ah can't you guys figure this out and like there's something about like have like it coming to you you have to be the guy in a sense I hate it <laughs> I'm terrible at it. like if I was if I was if I as a creative director was on the Denver Nuggets I would have been uh, Aaron Gordon tonight <laughs> <laughs> just missing dunks, like mad at just no free throws. Free throws were just always up. Bar- What's the equivalent of free throw misses for you? Uh, just like allowing things to go out that I see something's wrong, but I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to. It's just put it out. I think it'd be. I think it'd more be spelling errors. <laughs> like you, like you, like like just proofread your work. Eric. Come on, You're supposed to get that. It's supposed to be easy. You called him Brace Brown in the <laughs> like, Come on, man. No one reads. Just put no, it out. No one reads. Um, you know what you need though. What's that? You know what you need. You need to hit up Jive Hive. Oh, boy. Because you and how. are you a little bit stressed right now. Well, now you have Jive Hive. J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com. Jive Hive. And what they are is a mobile dispensary on wheels or virtual dispensary virtual on wheels. Virtual dispensary on wheels, This baby. is what's so cool about it. They've got convenient pricing because there's no brick or mortar stores. Nope. You know, they don't have to pay for all of that. What it is is instead you order it online and they deliver it to you incredible right to your doorstep so you say oh you know i want some of this flour i want some of this thing this over here this is concentrate whatever there it is boom track it boom right there on your doorstep you didn't have to go anywhere and the nice thing is is you have privacy and security some people have jobs that they don't want everybody knowing like that they like to you know partake lawyers doctors yeah you're like I'm the mayor of Denver. What? How, how can I get? Am I allowed to watch? <laughs> uh, or maybe like I have a friend. He has this. Ju- he's a podcaster. Oh man. And he's a po- he's like a, he does like he podcasts on the Nuggets. Okay. Sure. And like he's recognizable because he's so short. I don't want to say who it is. Yeah. No. No. He's no. a short guy. No. No. I would vote that uh, yeah. it would be a member of a podcast. That yeah. Is moderately. Yeah. 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 I will not tell it say who it is. But yeah. you know, sometimes he would be in one of these places, and people would be like, "Hey, vote." I mean, sorry. Hey, guy, <laughs> hey, 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 hey
way. Vote, vote in that. September. Vote in September. They would tell him that. And he was like, man, if only there was a place like Jive Hive. Um, and they would just deliver it right to you. So um, here's the thing. Visit Jive Hive, J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com, Jive Hive, and get your order delivered the same day or schedule a delivery window. Maybe you're just trying to plan ahead like you, know, like you do groceries. You order them on Sundays or whatever. Um, they'll be there to say hi. <laughs> I like that line. You like that? I say do. hi. Do you see that? I got that one. Then. Head over to Jive Hive and enter your address to find out if Jive Hive can deliver to your door. They're now serving Aurora, Greenwood Village, Monument, Fountain, and various areas of El Paso County. That's JiveHive.com. Also want to tell you guys about... Oh, private internet access. This one is back back for us. Um, oh. Why, why would a person need a VPN? You That's think? a really interesting question. <laughs> why would a person that lives in Denver need a VPN? Hmm. Why do you say that? I don't know. Well, guys, it's so funny you say that. You know, here in Denver, sure. it can be difficult to watch your own Denver Nuggets. I don't know what that has to do with having a VPN. So there's blackouts. Have you ever struggled to watch it, uh, it from home? The incredible virtual private network, that's a VPN, like private internet access, can fix that. Private internet access helps you change your IP address's location to provide an extra layer of security when finding your favorite content. Would you ever just hand out your phone number, you know, or your laptop off to just anyone and let them peruse anyone your search history? Anyone my phone number, just ask. Would you? Really, just your search history. Like we, <laughs> we, we could do that. Might make you rethink some habits. Stop internet service providers from invading your privacy or profiting off of your de- data. Private internet access is the world's most transparent VPN. With with over 30 million downloads, you know you'll be able to trust them to keep your online life private. A single subscription allows you to protect up to 10 devices at once. You got phone, you got your computers, maybe you got multiple computers, who knows what you're doing. So if you want to enjoy all the benefits of private internet access, of course, personal security, personal privacy, and also, you know, you can make it look like you're somewhere else so you're not blacked out. I don't know. I mean, that's the yeah, thing you right? do. Like, so yeah, like if you wanted to watch something that was aired in Denver, you yeah. could... Yeah, there you go. Lie now, and say you're not in Denver, then somehow watch it. Go to PIAVPN.com slash nuggets. PIAVPN.com slash nuggets and get a 30, 83% discount. Seriously, 83%. That's just $2.03 a month. Wow. $2.03 a month. You get an extra four months completely free, but you must go to PIAVPN.com slash nuggets. All right. Back here into Ooh. segment two, and it's time for us to get into bones a little bit. You mentioned it a little bit earlier. I feel like Bones' season can be broken into parts. The yep. early part of it, he was shooting 50% from he three. Was great. It was great. Un- well, it was great, but at the same time, the plus minus was bad. He individually was great. The Nuggets were trotting out different lineups, it felt like, every night. DeAndre was playing a lot of minutes. Jeff Green was playing a lot. You know, there was like a, it, was, it was a little clunky there for a little bit. But he was making shots, and he was being very aggressive. I think he was taking more shots than anybody on the team on a per-minute basis. He gets sick, you know, he goes out, he comes back, and I think he immediately starts shooting like he was before. He's making less, and I think there was pressure to be like, hey, it's time to find an identity in that second unit, and it just it can't be just you taking lots of shots. Over the last two weeks or so, maybe it's been three, I don't know, I'd have to go back and look, I feel like he has made a very conscious effort to not shoot too much. Right, he's like lost his identity. He shot four times tonight. He went 0 of 4 over that, including 0 of 2 from 3. I feel like he is in this rut right now where he is trying to take the shooting away, but the shooting is by far his best skill. Yep. And it's a difficult balance to say, hey, we need you to shoot less and look more to facilitate, but at the same time, you have to stay aggressive. It's so hard to find where that trade-off is, and right now, I just feel like we're getting almost the worst of both of Bones. He's just in a rut right now. We're definitely getting the worst of Bones. Uh-huh. Um, 
and it's just starting to to bleed out. Like he's been in a, a funk for quite, like a very long time. He yeah. has not played well um, in quite some times, and it's is making that second unit not look so good. Um, this is the worst that his shot has ever been, and it's now uh, starting to affect other parts of his game. Like anyone else, um, they're going to try to get other people involved, and I think that he's trying to do that. But when the shot's not falling, the other team's not believing you. On defense, he's horrible. Like, he's, he's, he's super bad. And this was a game where I, I felt like we've seen the worst of him on defense, and yep. he's yeah. already been so bad. Yeah. Um, and he's just too boomer bust. Um, so it's, it's about trying to make the game come a little bit easier for him, and he just does not have those type of things. He's a young player, um, but you don't see those, um, those pieces getting added to his game. He's behind Jamal Murray. Who's you know he he started to elevate his game so mm -hmm. you you would think that he would pick up those parts of his game but he's just not um, Bones is in uh, the worst like it's 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 worse than a funk I think yeah. like, it, it's it's more um, and I don't know how he gets out, how he gets out of it besides <clears throat> making shots yeah he's in a dark place you can see it like his body language is terrible too he'll miss a shot and he'll like just walk to the corner and his head will be hung, mm -hmm. hung low like he will. <clears throat> like pass the ball off and then he'll like kind of slowly trot over to the corner like he's not it's he's just in a dark place man i i hate to see it because bones is somebody that i obviously have been so high on especially coming into the season um and he just i don't know like he has such like such skill but he's not able to tap into it right now at all and it's he's like a huge liability he's got to figure it out like he has to I mean, he have, definitely, there's no question he has to. What I think is interesting about it is he's playing right now. I mean, tonight was, like I said, the, the worst of both worlds. I feel like it is good for all players to go through these types of things because this is real growth. This is like real struggle, meaning the thing he is struggling with right now is not just that his shot is missing. It's that he is unclear what it is he's supposed to be doing. I think he knows like in the concept of it. Like I got to yeah. distribute more and make my shots, but pick them better. But like how to do that, I, I feel like it's a thing he's never had to do before. He's always been on his team, just score because you're the best player and there's nobody's going to tell you not to shoot. Like Jamal Murray took 23 shots tonight. Nobody complains about that because he's the best player on the court. So yep. you get free reign. Right now, Bones is not that. They need him to score in his spices and figure out when not to and facilitate and also improve on defense. And he has a lot. And I feel like every young player goes through this this moment at some point. He had a great rookie season. Things were easy for him. There's no yeah. expectations. Now he's in a season where the adversity is really, really yep. hitting for the first time. And play, this is like, it's kind of funny. Like you, this is the stress test. Yep. I don't know if he'll pass. I don't. Yeah. But this is the stress test where if he does, he'll come out a better player and probably more of the type of player that Denver needs. If not then Denver's going to be in a real problem because they need a player of his yeah. ilk. Like, they need somebody there to be able to provide that spark. Yeah, there's a lot, you know, going on with Bones right now, and I think that he takes, like, the the, the weight of the world on his shoulders, yeah. and he doesn't have to. You know, like, I, you know, I, I think he has a hand injury right now. Um, his ankle has been, you know, having, yeah. you yeah. know, things like that. He, he also, like, I think he's, like, a player that rides the momentum but also rides the lows. Um, and that's just not what type of player you have to be. Like, everybody knows that this is like a make or miss league, but also shooters forget about their last shot. And right he, now, I don't feel like he's forgetting about his last shot. But um, don't you think that he used to? I mean, he used yeah. to be able to get him up. Oh, but again, I think the way you forget about your last shot is you have a green light, a permanent green light. And he doesn't have that anymore. Right. Because part of what he needed to do was like, 
take 14 shots a game. He needed to get that down to nine, right. eight, you know, like this or that. So it wasn't that he had a red light. It's just that he's trying. He's I, to me, the thing is he's having a hard time figuring out where that scale is supposed I to know. be. I know. And, you know, it, I just it can't be repeated enough. Like this guy can shoot like very few can. Yeah. He has it in him, but he, he doesn't like his. It's just so obvious. Like this is just he is. In his own head. Yeah. And like Dev said, I mean, he was held out the other day. He had a finger injury. I'm sure that, you know, having a hurt hand, the way that he, his specific shot is all wrist. He has like, he I'm does sure have, that like, yeah, you're right. I'm sure like having, you know, one of your fingers hurts, like help, like it gets the ball offline, like pretty easily. Anyway, it's, then, then, I, ha I hate seeing it because I'm, I'm such a Bones fan, but man, it's like, it's rough right now. He's got to figure some things out. And David Adelman, by the way, you know, it's not Michael Malone. This is a new coach in here. David Adelman clearly did not have a lot of trust in that bench tonight. I mean, you get 11 minutes from Bones, 10 from Vladko, 22 and 20 respectively from Jeff Green and Christian Brown. But the starters are at 38 minutes, 37 minutes, 35. Like, starters played a lot of minutes for a regular season game yeah. um, tonight. I'm sure Malone is like sitting at home watching this game like, come on, man, you just, did a loss, and you ran him to the ground. We have it back-to-back -back on Tuesday. He just rage turning the TV off. All you the think he did? <laughs> I wonder what Malone was like watching these games. It was probably, probably rough. Yeah, <laughs> He's got to watch him in the basement, like far away from the kids, <laughs> far away from the family. No, you probably have to just like, Play it off as if you're not like you're unbothered. Like I'm getting yeah. time with my family, <laughs> yeah, and that's right. all we're worried about right now. You know, like, you think he's I'm, playing shoots and ladders right now? He's like, there's nothing more important than family in this world. Like, <laughs> did you break your TV? He's like, that's not important, man. It's not important. <laughs> there's nothing worse than beating your kids at shoots and ladders, man. That's a <laughs> game that's 100% luck. You know, it's just like whatever you spin <laughs> and you get it or something that you beat them and like he's so mad and you're like. I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, <laughs> you got to spin back. You got to spin. I just spun a six, and I keep going all the way. Oh, they get so mad about it. Um, but it happens. Um, who else should we get to here? Uh, let's talk about Zeke. Didn't we talk about Zeke? No, we have not talked about Zeke. All right, Zeke. let's go. Double-double. First career Look double, at this, double. man. Oh, Look at this. The game. Look at that. Zeke. By the way, uh, his first career double-double. Uh, Do you know that? 12 points, it's 10 probably rebounds. his first career king of the game. It might have been this his first This was definitely his game. first career king of the game. <laughs> it might have been. Um, he was tenacious tonight. Like, he honestly was the biggest reason that Denver stud stayed close. Like, at that moment where it was about to be untethered, he just kept coming up with rebounds. Yeah, you want to talk about uh, other guys not really stepping up? I feel like Zeke did exactly what was needed from him in this game. Um, the Thunder, uh, while they pounded the paint, they made sure <clears throat> they made sure to match their size. Um, and it was Zeke that got the call up. It wasn't DeAndre Jordan. And Zeke really, like, stepped up to the plate. Um, I, I mean, he did everything. Knocked down uh, multiple three-pointers, which you, you love to see that going. Um, a, a beast on the board. And just super active. Like, that activity um, is how you earn extra minutes. Um, he got the start in this game and really stepped up for it. Um, it's great to see him um get some type of run just because this is not a player that has played a lot in um, going into the season. This was a, a player that had a lot of expectations. Um, so for to see him playing well, um, I think that is great just because you're going to you're going to need extra guys. You have back to backs. You're going to need that, those minutes. Um, you have Jokic that is now sitting um, in game. So it's going to be other guys having to step up. And if you could go to your backup center um, and it's DeAndre Jordan some nights or, or Zeke, 
this is what you need from your guy. Man, like I loved what I saw as Zeke Nagy tonight. He got so many tough rebounds. He played so big in big moments. He like got blocks. Yeah. The only, I mean, the only like clear and obvious knock against him, which is the knock against all of the Nuggets, basically, is he missed free throws. Which How many was, did he miss? I four, of four of eight. Yeah. He, he like, which was brutal, but like. This was like so encouraging because you know we talked to you know the chatter around Nuggets Nation what? for the longest time is just like what does this team need you know you need a backup big like we don't necessarily have a backup big and you see like Zeke play this way you're like I don't know maybe we're okay man maybe we got the guy like knocking down three pointers and more than anything just I'll say that tenacity. Zeke playing with the tenacity. I loved it. I, I loved what I saw to Zeke. It's been a long time since I felt like this, like, excited about a Zeke Najee game. Those wasn't two, uh, those wasn't two regular blocks. Those were, like, yeah, blocks of a guy just really wanting it. Yeah. Um, going over the top and just making it extremely difficult, using that size. Um, he's stepping out on guards and being his able defense to hold legit. his own. Like, that was – this Block was a game game. that you were like, okay, this, this is like a – him moving his feet. This is him making an impact on that end of the floor. Um, and that, I, I think that's like a, a positive from this game. While their offense of rating wasn't there, the defense was still there. They're still like, you know, making it extremely hard. And he was a big part of that. Yeah. Um, by the way, Zeke of the last seven games, seven of 13 from three. He went two of three tonight. Yeah. He has three games where he went one of one. So like his three point shot, I, it still looks, baby. Well, it still looks rough. Like I still don't love the way it looks, but he's starting to knock it down. And um, I think that is like uh, kind of a, a key thing. I see you vote. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, like uh, to me, I know a lot of people are like, what happened to a shot? What happened to a shot? He's only taken 31 threes this year. The variance level in 31 three-point attempts is is like, you know, is so much. Um, we got vote from the arena already. <laughs> Everybody's already talked. <laughs> the, other, the other quick thing about Zeke is he was one of only two nuggets that was in the positive tonight. Really? He and Bruce Brown were the only two that had positive ratings. Not surprised by that, man. Yeah, I mean, it was granted it was only a plus two. I'm not surprised about vote being able to come on right now because who does he usually wait for? That's Jokic, right. yeah, that's right. Don't have maybe to wait it's for not, him. Maybe no, Jokic is not the worst thing in the world. If you happen to be a this sideline reporter for the DNVR Nuggets, does Vote have on a baby filter? <laughs> <laughs> Look how long, young he looks, oh. man. This is the young, this is the vote that I first met. There he this is. is a, this oh is, God, this is the first vote. Let's do it. All right, David Alleman, a uh, pretty positive note and tone overall, I thought. Um, he said it was frustrating, but I thought we played extremely hard. I thought it was a game where we easily could have folded. Nothing was going our way. I'm, I'm proud. Losing always sucks, but, you know, they played so hard and well in this game. And look, we all know why they lost this game. It's free throws. Um, and, and I think, like, he didn't want to bemoan the process or the effort. And he highlighted the fact that, and I think this is a good point, when winning streaks end, they tend to end disastrously. And without Jokic, without Malone, without Porter tonight, that's not how this one ended. It was, it's, it's, I'm not going to say it was a good loss, but I think it's a, as far as ways to end a winning streak, it could have been worse in that they kept the good process alive. And I think this game will sign his, and Adelman was making this point, this is true for me as well, I think this game will, will reinforce what they could have done better uh, while also reinforcing what they did well. They know why they lost this game, and so um, onward. But he was proud of the effort. On the free throw shooting, he said, 
There's nothing you say about it to the team after that from a coaching perspective. He says these guys have been through it. They're pros. It happens. Anyone who's played basketball knows sometimes those games happen. I think sometimes it puts more pressure on your guys when you see your teammates miss. Uh, on Zeke, he said it was the same thing I said the other night. He just played even better. What he said the other night was that Zeke did his job. Talked about how well he played defensively. Said it was all true against tonight, only he was even better. Um, I, that is a note as, as well for me, guys. And we heard from Zeke tonight, podium game in the loss. He played really well. I think that's his first career double-double. So Adelman with more Zeke praise. On um, the last play, uh, he was hoping they would miss a switch with KCP. It was kind of a ghost screen. I, I saw it. Yeah, he slipped it. He tried to, he tried to slip it. I was going to say, it doesn't really look like KCP ever really committed to even faking that screen, but, but whatever. Um, the defense didn't really react to it. They didn't bite on it. And um, he said, maybe looking back on it, I should have had KCP set the screen. But the goal was getting Jamal a look the whole time. So we'll live with that part of it. On the defense on SGA, which was much better in the fourth quarter, the clutch defense was great again, and that would probably be the story, fellas, had they won. Of course, it's not. So uh, their defense on SGA is so much better in the fourth quarter than the first half. And he said it was just about trying to give him a lot of different looks. But also with the help, SGA dribbles the ball a lot. He likes to take his time. He's a little methodical in the half court. And he says, so sometimes it's better to send that help late at him. You let him get set up, take a look around, dribble some time off the clock, and then you go. Um, so he liked their approach on in, in the fourth quarter, but obviously a huge game from him. And looking back, maybe they should have been a little more aggressive a little earlier. Uh, Jokic was close to playing in this game. Same thing he said before last game. He said, look, it's not much, but they're just going to be really, really careful with him. Uh, without Jokic on the floor, he thinks for the opposing defense, it's so much easier to switch one through five for them. When Jokic is on the floor, it's virtually impossible to do that. It's virtually impossible to go zone as well. Um, and so that was one thing that was a little different without him out there tonight. And he says, look, everybody is a good coach in the NBA these days. And once they know Nikola isn't playing, you know, changes their entire game plan. And we thought they had a good one tonight. Bones was benched early in this game, uh, but he did not go to the bench. I don't know if you guys saw that one. Uh, Adelman said that there was some discomfort. He went back to get some treatment. Damn. He also said that he wasn't sure, but he also said that he wasn't sure what it was and that he hadn't talked to anyone on the staff. So um, some questions there. I mean, look, one way or another, Bones left that game, checked out, and walked right past the bench and went out. So Adelman saying it was a medical concern. Maybe we'll hear more from Bones in the coming days. Um, but on the win streak, he said it's been incredible, and that's why I'm so proud of the streak to end the way it did. A lot of times when streaks end, as I said earlier, you get blown out, but we, um, we, we did what we had to do. We did what we wanted to do. You know, they just, they missed some shots tonight, they missed some free throws. Ultimately, everything about this, Adelman says, is a great experience. Michael Malone, fellas, is planning on making this trip. Considered returning tonight, wasn't in the cards. So no official timetable on that, but he may very well be back for that next game. He's at least going to travel with the team. Alvin said everything about it was a great experience. Um, unfortunately, that last play wasn't a game-winning play. It was just a play, but that was a good experience as well. Again, my goal was just to make sure Jamal got a chance. We heard from Zeke Naji, who said, I think I've been offensive rebounding pretty well, but I've needed to step up my defensive rebounding. That's and that true. That was his goal um, in place of, of, of Nikola, and he did a really good job doing that tonight, I thought. Obviously, again, his first career double-double. Um, he did say as far as the disparity between offensive and defensive rebounding, as long as we get the rebound, I'm okay. 
And Zeke, Zeke is, is one, one of those guys, guys where there are some rebounds where he did a pretty fine job boxing out. Someone else actually secured the ball. All the same, I agreed with his initial assessment that the defensive rebounding could be better. Uh, and that was that was an area of concern for him tonight. He doesn't really feel like missed free throws aren't contagious. He says not for him. He just missed those ones. But his mind is clear at the line. Um, and then he talked about just kind of settling into his role here, and he says confidence wasn't an issue, it's just rhythm. And the more you play, the more you start to notice the patterns of your teammates. And I think that's really something to think about with Zeke is these short runways, the patchy playing time. You know, I, rhythm is the word that all these guys use, and I think maybe he's finally finding a rhythm, picking up on those patterns a little better now. Um, he says on the offensive rebounding, it's all about doing your work early, and that's been his goal. And then defensively, he was willing to credit himself. You know, people talked about his versatility in the question, and he said, yeah, I love to go guarding the best guys. You know, and with SGA, he felt like he knows SGA wants to use that bump, wants to drive, use the bump to create separation in the second level or near the rim. And, he, and Zeke is fine with that because he knows that, and he feels like he has some size on him and some strength. So he, he enjoyed guarding SGA tonight. Jamal gave a good media session, but he was frustrated. The guy just doesn't like losing, you know, and that really showed through in this interview, but he was insightful. Um, he said, look, I got a great look. I was hitting that shot all night, and that's why it's, you guys don't feel like I could have hit that one. And I should. Uh, lost uh, well, <laughs> must have been on a workout. That, yeah, what a, what a, an appropriate way for that. Uh, <laughs> what an appropriate way for that to end, isn't it? <laughs> uh, it appears so. Um, guys, DraftKings, the NFL playoff action continues. We go to the conference championships Let's next go. weekend. What are our matchups? We got we got the 49ers and Eagles. Yeah, 49ers, 49ers Eagles, and then we got uh, the Cincinnati and the, and the Chiefs. All right. Who do you got, Dev? Have you, no, thought about, you haven't thought about it yet? Don't not yet. This is a good one. Yo, this is a close one. I, I got Bengals, baby. Joe Burrow he has never lost to Mahomes. Never That's won. so crazy, man. So uh, it should be a great incredible. round. You know how you can make it even more fun? By heading over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. They got that great deal going on for new customers. When you bet $5, you get 200 in free bets instantly. You've also got those stepped-up same-game parlays, so you can bet on like five different things in the game. Then you get a little bonus. What? I was going to sneeze. <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TMPR. Uh, minimum age eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. This show is a disaster. You think so? It's a mess. You know what? What's that? If you've been in a disaster and you need some legal if help. I've been in a legal you, quagmire. You know what you need to call? Bacchus and Shaker, the Jokic and Murray of law here in Colorado. When you get hurt, Bacchus and Shaker is here to help. Bacchus and Shaker wins for Colorado families, helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years free until we win money for your case. No upfront fee to speak about you uh, to speak with. What? No fee while we work on your case. No fee unless we win your case and win money for you. Bacchus and Shaker has won over $1 billion for their clients. And now they have more locations than ever, serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. Baxton Shaker has the strength and power to win your case more than lawyers, uh, more than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. So here's what you do. Baxton Shaker, you want to know the phone number for them? It's uh, very easy. Let me see if I can guess. Guess it. Uh, I would go 222. Correct so far. Two, 
two, two, two, two, two, two, two, two. Man, you were so close. Two, 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 two. Backus and Shanker. Remember, they can take your free call to listen to your case, and they don't charge you unless you win. Do we have vote again? <laughs> he, no, he definitely, no, he definitely went home. I, <laughs> I think he called Jive Hive. And was like, I'm out of here, man. I was walking, just like, just walking down. Uh, just walking I did. What I did. I did. Uh, <laughs> oh <back>. my god. <laughs> um, well, there we go. All right. Well, back here. Um, the Thunder in the playoff series. Bring it on. Oh, that would be fun. Light work. Oh, it'd be a waste. Uh, as as was uh, said of the Avalanche last year, playing in a playoff series against the Nuggets would be a waste of eight days. You think so? Well, here's the thing, man. Oklahoma City, with this win, I believe they now move into the play-in game. Let me see. Um, or at least they're tied with Golden State. I actually think it's interesting because I don't know what the Thunder are trying to do. Coming into the year, I thought maybe they would be trying to tank or whatever. Yeah. But they're too good to tank. Like Even if they started tanking now, they're not going to catch the tanking teams. So there's no point in them trying to be bad. I actually think they're good enough that why not get into the play-in? Why not get in there? They if they want to trade up, they could they, they could literally trade five first round picks for. A, they up. they easily could. They have so many picks; it's disgusting. Man, you know what? You're not wrong, and it's funny because you look at it, who do you think is going to make the play in between these three, these three teams? Who has the best chance? They could all miss: Lakers, Blazers, or the Thunder. How would you rank those, Dev? That most likely to make the play in? Lakers. Thunder, Blazers. You think the Blazers are the worst of those? Dude, the Blazers blue. I, 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 we're going to get to it later. Oh we're going to get to it later. Um, I still think it's probably the Lakers as well, although the Lakers are further behind. But here's the thing, man. Maybe not. In the NBA, you do need superstars, but but you also need right now in today's NBA in particular, you need shooting. Lakers don't have that. You need length and defense. The Thunder have that, man. When I told you pregame that they have the ninth best defense, like you saw it tonight, they know what they're doing defensively. Yeah. And by the way, those numbers are dragged down by the fact that Shea doesn't hasn't played every single night. I think the Thunder are they're fine, but I would I would welcome it would be a sweep. Denver would sweep this team. Oh yeah, I'm, well we're right now we're just talking about do we they are ahead of the Blazers? Can they Blazers. make, the Can they make oh, it? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So then let's say Thunder got in. Let's say Lakers and Blazers are out, and let's say Utah's out because they've been reeling. So you have Phoenix, Minnesota, Golden State and um, Oklahoma City, as long as they didn't have to play the Warriors in the first of the play-ins, I actually like them against all those other teams. We'll see what Phoenix does, but Minnesota or Oklahoma City, I kind of like Oklahoma City. I think they're good. Who's going to guard Shea? Who's the most unstoppable player in a, in a Minnesota versus Oklahoma City th- series? Anthony Edwards. No, he's no, not. Yeah, it's not him. It's not him. It's yeah. Shea. Shea's the third yeah, leading scorer. right now, if the teams are constructed right Actually, yeah, Shea. Even, if, even if they're Maddie. not. Yeah. And here's and here's the other thing. Like, you're right about the Thunder trade. I'd be very interested. You know, they're out of the Wemby sweepstakes, it appears. But th- I'm Are just they? Well, I mean they're but I mean like they're too they, far ahead, man. Tra- like could they trade even if they, into it. Into the Wemby sweepstakes? Yeah, no, they they would have to give away what, like what if they nine first round picks what, and SGA. Do it. They, no team's doing that. No, nobody's trading the Wemby pick, man. Like, yeah. I don't think you could trade Jokic for that or Giannis for it at the moment. Teams are like, you're too comfortable. But it doesn't matter. My point is, I think Oklahoma City is maybe in a position now where maybe it's time for them to get the next disgruntled guy. Maybe they're that team that's like, you know what? We got Chet coming back. Giddy's shown progress. Shea's a superstar already. Like, we actually are just one, um, you yeah. know, disgruntled guy away. And why don't, why don't we do that? It's true. I mean, like... God, who could they get? Like Zion? 
No, no, it ain't going to be like that. What if it, it won't even be like a Chris Paul? I was thinking like maybe, maybe they're not going to get eight neither. I There's don't know. So many. What picks. if they were in the OG Ananobi sweepstakes though? Like that, you know what I mean? Like they just were like, it's not a star player, but they say you know Gary Trent Jr. and OG Ananobi are wasting away over there. Let's bolster our team with with those types of players, those caliber players. I mean, I think it definitely do that. Then all of a sudden you're talking about not a contender, but a team that all of a sudden is better than these teams we're talking about at the bottom of the standing. So I'm with you, though. I think Denver, the thing is, Jokic has never had to go full tilt against Oklahoma City. In a playoff series, that's the mismatch. They're going to put Baisley on Jokic, 50 points. Easy. He's putting up 40 points. Light, 40 light points. Work. Yeah. Light work. It is light work. I still think it would be like an. I think that would be an annoying series where Jokic would put up great numbers, but that Denver just wouldn't score like they usually do because that is a good. They're just smart. They're long. They make the game ugly. You guys are. Rich. All right. Here's the next one. <laughs> You're not nervous. I mean, you shouldn't be nervous. Here's the next one. Free throw shooting. Oh God. Is there a real problem uh, for the Denver Nuggets? Uh, no. No, there's not. Man, this is like we don't have this conversation every night. It was awful tonight. Well, it terrible it's tonight. funny you, you bring that up because they are the number one three-point shooting team in the NBA. They're the number five two-point shooting team in the NBA. They're the number 26 free-throw shooting team That's in bad. the NBA. Man, That's rough. It doesn't even correlate. <laughs> They're good at shooting, yeah, just not free throws. Be, yeah, good shooters usually make free throws. Now, some of this is who gets fouled, yeah. and Aaron Gordon gets fouled you know, yeah. a decent amount. And he's not a good free throw shooter, but nonetheless, man, like, look, I don't think this is a huge deal, but I do think that there is a little bit of uh, Aaron Gordon shooting 63% from the foul line. If I was another team, I wouldn't be doing hack a Gordon, but I would be like every time he gets in an it, like he gets it underneath the, you know, how he goes up and dunks it on everyone, wrap him up every time. It looks time. like that they're starting to do that right. now. I think that that defenses are starting to adjust to that and not allowing him to just power through. I think he's just so powerful that he still does it. But they're like now making it a fact to get him to the free throw line, especially as of late, where he has the ball in his hands a lot more. Um, so yeah, like his free throw shooting specifically is a problem, and um, you want to keep him on the floor. You have to keep him on the floor, so it can be something that like bites you, um, you know, later on. So he really does have to uh, answer that soon. Like he has to fix that. And I think Zeke too, man. Like if you're, uh, he appears to be playing more and more minutes. Those two guys, I would just be like. You're not just fouling them, but every time they're inside, I would just foul them, and it disrupts the rhythm even. like it, Tonight was a bit of a slog because the Nuggets were at the foul line the whole time. It just felt like you couldn't get any traction going. So I'm with you. I'm not super concerned with it, but I do think it's a thing that I would love AG just to start making his free throws. Some of them are ugly, man. No, you, AG, you live on a basketball court. <laughs> You're not allowed to go to sleep until you hit 50 free throws in a row every night. So none of these things really make you guys nervous about any of this. Um, what about just wrapping it up? This homestand, you know, we talked about. I, I kept using January twenty third because I looked at the schedule in these blocks, right? I've always done this, and I thought, okay, they have all those hum games, and I predicted they'd be the number one team. Sure enough, they are in sole possession. I, you know, what's funny actually? Rewind to December, whatever it was that this all started, like December seventh or something, when they started to get the home games. I, I think what we talked about, if we were to go find the clip, was will they overtake the Suns? Right. They were like, I just think, barely. I think Denver will be will pass the Suns for the number one seed at West. They just, just barely did it. And in that the time, the Suns have absolutely <laughs> collapsed to we're 24 like, and 24. We're like, will the Blazers pass the Suns? The Blazers were number one for a while. And <laughs> anyway, Denver not only passed them, they passed everybody, and in, in, in Memphis is the team. But 
I look back at this stretch. It sucks that they lost this game. You know, Yoke wasn't there. But I look back at this stretch and go, it went. I had lofty expectations, and it went better than I thought. Man, that's just it. Like we, I, we're guarded. Our hearts are guarded. We've been through some shit together, all of us. Uh, Nug life is is the only life for me. But it's different this year, man. But it's different you this feel year. Different things feel different this year. Even like again, like a night like tonight. In years past, like the Nuggets would have just would have been like, uh, had to come up with like a hundred different excuses to why they just got blown out by the Thunder. We're like, right. well, it's not a back to back, but they're coming up to a back to back. There's, you know, like if you think about it, there's a lot of way, whatever. But like they almost won this game. They really. I will say this: Jokic did get the ham injury, came off of a back to back, and it was the third set of back to backs in the month of January, yeah. and like. That's just, just one thing you have to always be cautious of is when when you have a lot of them in a row, it does seem like little things start to pop up here and there. We have some super chats, Kale. Yep. The sicko super chat during a loser's Oh, lounge. my God, dude. I love it. This is like uh, the sicko road roll call. If you want to know who the sickos are, cool. here they are. Uh, Terrence and Lou says, on the bright side, Jokic is undefeated against the Thunder this year. Well, there yeah, you go. Yeah, dude. All right. <laughs> Listen, our man, I like the, the bright brightest, side. The brightest of sides. That is a bright side. I'm with you, man. Uh, Joe says Murray is at an all-star level player. I think we are seeing that he has superstar potential. Oh, yes. He's only 25 in his late 20s and early 30s. He will be nice. He's nice, nice. right, man. I'm telling you, this is the this is his like making the, the move. This is, this is the ascension of Jamal Murray. And I want that's why I want to be critical of like my expectation is that he is one of the best guards in the playoffs by the time the playoffs arrive. Man, I want him to get back on that Devin Booker. Yep. Uh, he was right there. Yes. Who the, else was it? It was there was one other we were uh, talking about. Uh, who else were we? Who who else was there that we? Just, oh, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan, Donovan yeah. Mitchell and Donovan, Donovan Booker. As Murray Mitchell Booker were all like that was next up, and now they both have seventy point games. God damn it. Why are you going to say it like that? Murray's going to have a 70-point game. All right, let's go. Uh, right here, Cannon says, sit them in a gym only shooting free throws for a day. Everybody is a high school coach at heart. I know. <laughs> We're like, oh, you know what? The I would have them on the line. <laughs> you, know what the need? Yeah, you know what the Nuggets need? Push-ups yeah, yeah. until they puke. <laughs> Do I want to hear the Buffalo? Are we going to miss free throws? <laughs> Are we going to miss free throws in the clutch again? <laughs> right, they do. Got? You're right, though. They got to, I mean, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, really sad news coming from the MPJ camp tonight. Hope everything comes uh, out okay uh, and MPJ can mentally recover. Tough night, but Nugs are tougher. LFG. Uh, from Danny. Yeah, it was reported earlier at the Denver Post that uh, Michael Porter Jr.'s brother was in a car accident and has been arrested apparently so the only news we know is of reckless in, in, driving there was a, a fatal fatal, fatal, fatal car crash you're right so, it's so rough, that man. family going through turmoil um and Real obviously life. our thoughts to everybody involved in that and that will be i think i think it's not the time to really wonder about that but it is something that probably will be a storyline in the coming days weeks maybe even I, like, I mean if you could just imagine putting yourself in that position like somebody in your life is in that high level of like a dramatic, I mean, like yeah. this is that's life, real, life that is real life stuff, man. Yeah. Um, S. Williams, number two, says Zeke, half nugs wit. No, one, of two one of the nugs. two nuggets that were in the positive. Oh, <laughs> and then he's frustrated about that last shot, pissed off, actually. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a great last shot, it was a horrific. Can I tell shot. you what, though? We didn't, I hate to say this, Shay, he's coming for that, that Jerry West. Get lost. He's got a but. He has a. I think this was like his you third game. You think he's gonna get the West over Jokic? Well, Jokic wasn't out there tonight. <laughs> God damn it! Man. What else we got? <laughs> he's coming for that ever. Jerry West. 
What's Matta says? Sicko mode. All nugs are gold. I was at ball tonight. Uh, Let's go. You, you are know sick. what? You are a sicko. Man, man. And super oh, chatting. We love you guys, it? man. Uh, Dream Weaver says, fourth quarter D is why we are destined for greatness. You know, we didn't talk about it, but that's a great point. I'm glad you brought it up. True. Uh, Jamal's last shot of the game is the least, the of, least our of our worries. All nuggets are good. Jokic times three. Let's I go, love dude. it. I love There's nothing better than a positive super chatter when <laughs> time seemed dead. In all sincerity, though, that fourth quarter defense was legit, man. Sure. They dude. locked up. They got serious. They got Denver kept like missing free throws, and I'm like, damn it, that was their chance. And then they'd come down and get another stop. And you're like, well, they keep getting stops, I guess. We'll see. Although they could have made their free throws. <laughs> right. And then to round it out, the homie Gordon Glasner the says homie! for 27.99 Canadian, we played damn good overall defense. And that's all. Man, you know what? <laughs> Stay positive, Gordon. Let's I love go, it, man. Dude. That Gordon's positive energy. Guy, man. And Cord Gordon had to love the confluence of great Canadian talent on the floor tonight. We had... Shay, we had Jamal Murray. That's and true. Lou Dort. <laughs> I'll bet he was going crazy up He's there like, in Canada. Dort. <laughs> I'll bet he was going crazy. Uh, guys, when we get back from this last break, we're going to go around the association because there's some big nose. We'll go quickly around All it, right, but there okay. are some good notes here. First, I want to tell you guys, Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Ever dreamed of sitting courtside? Well, you could do it now. So on, many dreams. You have so many dreams. <laughs> I said you know I sat courtside one time. How was it? It was incredible. I have a picture. I have a picture of the back of Wilson Chandler's leg. How was that leg? Well, there's a tattoo on it. I was like, it's right there. And I thought, uh, rather than touch it, I would take a picture. That would have been really weird. And if you then also, it. the ball was thrown and it thrown into the crowd. And it, uh, my friend tried to stop it, knocked his wristwatch off. Well, one thing you can do is you can hop on the Game Time app right before you procrastinate. You hop right before the game starts. Maybe a lot of people were selling their tickets. They saw Murray was, or they saw Jokic was out, saw Porter was out. They're like, you know what? I'll sell tonight. You hop on there. You maybe you could have gotten a great deal on courtside seats. You never know. So if you love DMVR, then you're gonna love Game Time. The best way to support us is by tickets through the link in the description of the show, right there on YouTube. Join over 15 million people have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Lastly, I want to tell you about Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know there might be, um, you might have looked around sure. and some of the staple amber ales. What a, I love amber ale. Did I tell you that? Malty, there's some, you know, you've had a you go to and it's no longer out there. Some people have gotten rid of it, but you know what? Breckenridge Brewery is not one of those places. They have the Avalanche Amber Ale still there, still one of their go-tos. And you know why? Some people got a flat tire. Because some people got a flat tire on their Amber Ale, but not Breckenridge Brewery. Why? Because they know it's the unofficial beer of fall in Colorado. And you'll say, Adam, but it's winter. It's always fall state of mind in, in Colorado. Your, in your heart. In my fall. heart. If I were to go through Breckenridge Brewery real quick and tell you the beers of the season. Let's power rank them. Fall. Sure. Avalanche Amber. Yep. Winter. Uh-huh. Vanilla Porter Jr. Okay. Mm. Spring. Yep. The Mile High City Golden Ale. Oh. And then the summer. summer the Strawberry Sky. Uh -huh. Tell me I didn't just nail that. Holy smokes. Did dude. I not just nail that? Holy smokes. With a caveat too. Mountain Beach in the summer every now and then. Yeah, Why not? Listen, the summer, the summer, you kind of oscillate a little. Bit. Same like, thing, like, like the week, fan. the week of Christmas, you can also get the Christmas sale. Like that's a, that's another little caveat. <laughs> Check them out. You guys know, go to breckbrew.com to find out, uh, to find the Breck Brew locator and find out if there's a beer new year. And then guess what? This Friday, we're going to be doing our show live from the farmhouse. It's going to be cool as hell. It actually is going to be cool as hell. They have great food down there. We have, I haven't eaten there personally for like nine months or something. I can't wait to go down there. I don't know. I might. They said, uh, you know. Come down, we'll, we'll get you guys some food. They don't know how much I eat. Yeah, this is a tactical <laughs> error. On there was part. a very tactical like, error when they slide out. That I love all of the food on their item, on, on their menu. Um, all right, guys, to round out the show, 
there is one piece of silver lining that I think it's important for us to talk about. Oh, and that is that the Nuggets were only they were only one game up on on Memphis tonight. Sure. So now with the loss, they're tied. So. Unless there's something around the association I don't know. I about. Know. Dev, well, why don't you watch us walk us through? Well, something happened in that game. What happened? The best thing that could have happened for the Nuggets. What? Memphis lost the game. What? 112 to 110. Point God came back into the game. <laughs> so gross. He plays so many like minutes. I'm actually shocked that like he's been hurt for so long. He come back in and go straight to 38 They're minutes. like, let's they have need it, let, it so bad. They're like, let's have him play, but like for five games before he gets hurt again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they needed the win and they got it. Um in this game, uh Chris Paul had 22 points, 11 assists. Michael Bridges had 24 points. Tory Craig, our guy, Tory Craig, helped d- did us a solid. He had 20 points in the game. That's that's a wild one. Holy um, smokes! On Memphis's side of things, um, it was John Morant who had 27 points. Uh, Desmond Bain had 24 points. They continue to play well, um, but they they lost that one. Um, Hold how on. How do you say his name? Aldama. Santi Aldama. Aldama. There you go. Actually, um, 11 minutes in the game, minus 22. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> That's, That's really crazy. bad. I uh, dude, I've got the I've got breaking news here. What is it? Gordon not Canadian. Wait, he's what? He's from Colorado. I don't know. Why what is he always send us Canadian? This is unfolding before me. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm reporting it as it comes in. <laughs> Gordon almost every day super chats us some money. Canadian I mean, dollars. He must be in ca- dude. I don't know. I, I don't you want to report what? on a tour. I'm sorry, Dad. That's <laughs> too amazing. <laughs> That that was a doozy. Oh my god, that's incredible. Um, Do we want to continue? Yeah, let's keep going. I don't even. I'm not paying attention. Say whatever. Go quickly around though. We got to go quickly. The people want to get started on their week. All right, so uh, Clippers uh, beat Dallas. um, Dallas is sliding a little. One twelve ninety ninety eight. Kawhi, he played in this game. Yeah, he played well for real. Thirty points. Um, Paul George had twenty one. on their side of things, Luca had 29 points, 10 rebounds. He was a minus 23 in the game. So pretty much a blowout. Man, you know what's weird, though? The Clippers, the goddamn Clippers, man, are like within striking distance Always. of the five seed. Yeah, it, it happens. So uh, Miami beats uh, the Pelicans 100 to 96, low scoring game. Uh, That's a lot good. Of defense in there. Um, yep, that is good. Our buddy Christian Clark, I want you to know, he has wrote a big article about how. Uh, Brandon Ingram hasn't been playing. He's got this toe issue, and it's like, hey, what's taking so long or whatever? No sooner as he read it, Brandon Ingram starts practicing. God damn it. And yeah. another big news story, our bar staff is closing to sea shanties. <laughs> it's been this way for like 30 minutes. Have you not noticed? <laughs> I just want to make sure everybody understands the reality in which we live. Yeah, it's, it was, it's, uh, it's been an interesting. <laughs> yep, Tyler Hero had 26 points in this game. Yeah, um, we don't care. This was a pretty balanced uh, game. Um, the... Toronto Raptors beat the Knicks. We um, don't care about that game yeah. either at all. Uh, yeah, the Raptors are it. sinking. Both well, of those teams. Oh, by the way, the only news from this one is somebody reported there were scouts from like every NBA team at this game. Take that for what you will. Yeah. One that uh, does matter. Uh, Brooklyn beat um, Golden State. So Golden State takes the loss. Uh, wow, one, that's a comeback win. To they, they keep losing. Yep, yep. Kyrie had 38 points in this game. <sighs> 
Guys, I, I have to I have a confession. My most off-brand take. Oh god. My most off-brand take I could possibly have is that I freaking love watching Kyrie play. Oh man. <laughs> no, that, everybody agrees. He's, they just don't say it out loud. He is so freaking yeah, no, you said the quiet agrees. part out loud. No, he's so dumb. Like he makes the worst no, that's decisions the loud or whatever. Part. That's yes, a loud but, part. but my god, the body control, the <laughs> skill Here comes level the quiet it's part. unbelievable. <laughs> I just he's amazing, man. Yeah. I, the, to finish us off um, before we get out of here, the game that matters, the one that everyone wants to talk about. Let's talk. The Lakers uh, beat beat Portland um, in this dude, game. Dude, Portland was up 20-plus points. The The halftime score was 46-71. to 71. They, were down, they were up 25. The oh. Lakers had 13 points in the second quarter to 45 points on Portland side of things. Wow. In the second frame alone. 46-71. They lose the game. 121 to 112. So it wasn't even a close game after that. Blowout completely. Second half just what horrible. Happened? This was the clearly this was the worst like loss of the year for them. That was at home to, to that was at home too, man. Imagine being at home. Your team outscores you your team outscores the opponents 45-13 and a quarter. You're at half you're up 25 points and you lose that game. Dude, they're going to have a team only meeting. Nothing but the team, a couple of growlers. <laughs> Trying to get straight. <laughs> like, where's he going with this? You think they're going to grab some growlers? <laughs> they, oh, dude, they have to. I'm telling you, wow. they have to get right. In this game, LeBron had 37 points, 11 rebounds. So he's creeping up on, on that record. Thomas Bryant had 31 points, 14 rebounds. Dennis Schroeder had 24 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds. So they, they just really did it. Um, on the other side of things, it was... Anthony Simons with 31 points. He has seven three-pointers in the game. All in a Damian row. Damian Lillard had 24 points, 10 assists, 3 of 13. Um, if you think that there were shenanigans in this game, it was. Last <laughs> game, it was uh, Sh- uh, Shannon Sharp that they had that going oh on with my God. You seen this one? Patrick no. Beverly and Lillard were getting, like, they were actually going at it for, like, the entirety of the game. Oh. Um, Patrick Beverly is trash talking to watch. Um, wow. Lillard even, like, threatened that he was going to whip his ass. Like, this was... This is one of those like real playoff type games uh, for two teams that uh, won't even make the play in. <laughs> this was their playoffs. Oh. That's amazing. God, I hate Pat Beverly. Uh, we're gonna have to talk about the Shannon Sharp stuff on tomorrow's show. We should absolutely try to acquire Bat- Pat Bev. I can't stand him. You don't want him though. That's how I know he, he would be an asset. <laughs> no, I don't think that's true. What is he gonna play over? I don't know, Adam. I'm not thinking hit, clearly. Hit that outro music there, Kale. Everybody, we enjoyed uh, the weekend watching the games with you. Nuggets now start a very road-heavy stretch beginning on Tuesday, but we begin a new week tomorrow with a show at 2 o'clock. Off-day shows are also really uh, interesting and insightful, and there's no shortage of things to talk about as we start to prepare for what basically feels like the third phase of the Nuggets season. They had a road-heavy phase. They had a home-heavy phase. Now they have another like big, challenging uh, phase ahead. We're going to start talking about all of those things tomorrow on tomorrow's show. Um, should be really good, so be sure to check those out. Hit the like button on the way out. Let's go. We'll see you tomorrow.